You know what time it is? Time to hang hey, out with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. Lady School. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Hey, with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. Lady School. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Welcome to the Big Scoop with Coop. I'm your host, Coop. Big shout out to everyone that's listening on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Our Heart Radio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to. Big shout outs to you. If you want to catch the video version of this show, make sure you go to my website to catch full episodes at thebigscoopwithcoop.com. Also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash thebigscoopwithcoop. You can also catch a 15-minute preview of this episode right here on Instagram at Big Scoop with Coop. All right, people, enough about me. Today's guest, she is in the medical field. She's an oncologist. Also, she is the co-writer of the hit series, Kombucha Cure. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Miss Cecilia Choi. Once again, Cecilia is very successful in the medical field. Um, oncologist, she's based out of Hawaii. So that's where she's actually, um, her medical field is based out of. And also, like I said, season one of Kombucha Cure has started already. That's a show you don't want to miss. There are a lot of actors and actresses that you will notice that's actually in this show. Great show. It's almost like a dark comedy. All right, people, what we're going to do, we're going to kick it with Cecilia. We're going to see what's going on with her. We're going to hear about her medical field. We're going to hear about Kombucha Cure and more. All right, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Cecilia Choi. Miss Cecilia Choi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here with you. Yes, ma'am. How's your day so far? So far, it's good. And as you know, I'm in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to extend, I'm not sure when this is going to show, but I know you guys are having a major storm coming your way. And I don't know if you guys going to get hit, but um, I'm just praying for your safety for all of your viewers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hopefully it doesn't reach my way. I'm hoping it's going to curve. That's what I'm hoping for. But like you said, thank you for the prayers. We definitely need that. We definitely do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I, I, you know, the thing is, that's why I never get any sympathy from anyone across the country. It's because they're like, oh, you live in Maui. Like, really? And so, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, you, they had like storms can't hit your way too. It can't. That's right. That's right. We get some flooding once in a while, but that's most right. of the days it's like blah. 75 degrees, 80 degrees every day, bright, sunny sky, rainbow every day, you know? <laughs> so it's, uh, mm. you know, anytime you want to come visit, man, like, hey, you come, I I'll hook you up. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm definitely coming to check you out. I definitely okay, am. Okay, awesome. Yes. Awesome. Now, Miss Cecilia, like I said, we, we know, you know, you helped write the comedy show, Kombucha Cure, but you know what? For the people that's getting introduced to you for the first time, when did you first realize that you wanted to get into the medical field? Oh, boy. So, you know what? I'll, I'll kind of, ooh, that's, you know, I'm old, man. <laughs> it's been a while. So when I was a kid, I was diagnosed with cancer. And um, and I was a teenager. So if, you know, you ask any teenager, um, they're busy trying to, like, you know, hook up, find their boyfriend, girlfriend, et cetera. You know, they're thinking about school, colleges, dating. They're not thinking cancer. And so in fact, it, it took them like about a year to find my cancer. 
And um, I remember we had to drive over an hour and a half to get to the hospital where I was getting treated. And my dad who survived the Korean War, he uh, served in the military as a Vietnam vet. And um, I saw him from the corner of mine just having tears come down his, his face. And he, he is a man that doesn't cry. I mean, you could, you know, he was telling me like when he was in Vietnam, he was eating out of his helmet and there were flies going in there and he would just slip it up. And he saw, you know, his friends die. And he's not a person who cries. Mm -hmm. But when I saw that he was grieving over his little girl, mm -hmm. um, puking, because I was like throwing up in a bucket, you know, as I was uh, getting my therapy. And I saw the grief that was in his, his eyes and the total helplessness because he didn't know what was going on, right? right? He just knew that his girl was sick. And so I really, at that point said, you know what? This is not just a number. Patients are not just number. It affects the person. It affects their family. It affects their loved ones. It affects the community. It affects the church that they go to. It affects the school that they go to. Um, it affects a lot of people. And so I said, you know, what can I do to help so that we minimize the suffering and we are able to kind of do this compassionately? And so, um, and my mom is a nurse. And so healthcare was something that I was sort of kind of pushed into. And, um, you know, since then, I love it. I love what I do. I am so honored that I had the chance and the privilege to go to medical school, to train, and become a cancer doctor myself. Wow, that is yeah. deep. That is really deep. Um, you know, I tell a lot of people, sometimes it can affect your life in certain different ways where your career and your path and your destiny can go. And that right there shows that I am correct about that. What happened to you and the sorrow from your dad, as you see, you see what it made you turn out to be today. So congratulations on that. Definitely congratulations. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank now. you. And, and, you know, I, I think as a cancer doctor too is, um, you know, they ask like, isn't it depressing? And I said, no, it's not depressing at all. I, there are times where uh, I'll be honest, um, myself and my nurses, we go to my office, we close the door and we just cry together. When we see that. our patients who um, there's uh there's um, not enough therapy or their cancer has progressed mm -hmm. and it, we take it hard. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize is we're all people, man. That's right. That's <laughs> we right. Are. And sometimes it gets a little too heavy for us mm -hmm. and we just have to kind of like let it out, just cry and then go on and see the next patient. Mm -hmm. And when you see Kimbucha Cure, which is, um, it's going to be on Popstar. It, the first episode aired yesterday okay. on Popstar TV. And each week you're gonna have um, an episode and there's six in the first season. And you're gonna see that. You're gonna see like little vignette, little story of how people deal with cancer, how people deal with illness. Mm -hmm. Because right now in America, we don't have healthcare problem. We have a sick care problem. The focus is not on health. It's not focused on physical health. God help you if there's anybody that is really focused and seriously focused on mental health, right? right. Or even like spiritual health. Mm -hmm. We are like in the business of sort of taking, um, and I'll use a really strong word, robbing people when they have illnesses. 
because we rob them of hope. We rob them of their financial places, right? Mm -hmm. And so in, in kombucha care, we deal with something called social determinants of health. And what that is, it's like, let's say you go to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. 80% of the decision that you make is not about what we tell you, but what's happening in your family. So do you even have, you know, right to get to the hospital? Do you have money? Like I have patients literally who are suffering because they have to work just so they could have insurance. And so, you know, you, you hear these stories day after day, you know, week after week, years after years, and it's no wonder a lot of our doctors are retiring early right. um, because they had it. You know, they went into the field thinking they're going to help people. And they realized that the decisions are made by insurance companies, by hospital administration, by people who, for some reason, they forgot that they're humans mm-hmm. and is really focused more on the bottom line and numbers and metrics and things that they could have it in black and white rather than thinking about, you know what, this impacts people and their families. true. And so um, writing this and directing this was really cathartic for me. I believe it. We're not going to spoil that right now, Ms. Cecilia, because we're going to get into that real deeply. We definitely are. Okay. Um, Okay. Now, what inspired, well, we know what inspired you, you know, to study this field um, of oncology, but what struggles did you go through? to get to where you are today in your profession? So there's a couple, okay, to be totally honest with you, um, I'm in a place of privilege um, because I had family member that supported me. Okay. Family members and friends who believed in me, Mm -hmm. right? There are people who don't have family or they come from a very dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. They come from a very traumatic family. So I had it really easy. Um, I, I think that's, that's why I can't really say I struggled because if I mess up, mm-hmm. I could go eh and go on because I know who I am as a person. Right. And, and I have, um, I'm married to the other writer, Michael Snow. He's also a cancer doctor and he knows me. He knows I could be weird and silly and, <laughs> you know, I get on his nerves <laughs> But, but, you know, I think God put us together mm-hmm. and we are sort of like a family. And in, in Hawaii, we call that Ohana. We are part of wow. the family. Well, it's not just because a little paper says you are a family. My daughter's adopted. So it's not just a little paper that says she's family. Right. It's because we deeply love one another, respect one another, care for one another. And I think in the past few uh, years with the COVID, Mm -hmm. we lost a little bit of that. Everybody sort of went into their little cave and they just started, they were in this like echo chamber Mm -hmm. where they only talk to people who agrees with them or they have the same ideological point of view, same political leaning, same religious group. And they are having really difficult time now now they have to come out of that comfort zone and talk to people who may not agree with them. And now there's a lot of friction. And um, I think that is a huge problem. And so when you ask me, what are some of the struggles that I had? I had uh, no struggles. <laughs> if that makes any sense. No, it was fun, dude. It was so 
so fun. Like when I was doing like gross anatomy and we had to like go into people and, and mm-hmm. see their body and how it looks like, that was fun. I'm like, who in the world have this opportunity to cut up this person who gave their life and you know their body to science so I could learn. So then I could use that knowledge and help people. Like what a privilege that is, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so uh, it's, um, yeah, I just, oh, that's a toughie. Um, I think because I deal with patients who on any day, I could tell them that we don't have any more treatment for them. Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, the goal of care is comfort and that death may be inevitable. Right. Um, it changed how I see life that's and how how precious every moment is, the good and the ugly and the bad. You're and right. so if you if you see um, the if your viewers see the uh, the series, the uh, it's about this character named uh, Mara and you know she can do like nothing right <laughs> you know she makes a lot of mistakes um she uh makes a lot of people mad um mm-hmm. I didn't want to curse on your show <laughs> <laughs> and um but uh you end up loving her because she is so real and she's so human mm-hmm. and um with this age of everybody just getting little sound bites. You have 10 seconds to show the world who you are. Like, what kind of honky is that, right? (laughs) That's true. That's true. Now, Ms. Celia, I want to ask you this real quick because I'm glad you brought that up real quick because we're about to get into kombucha cure right now. But can you tell the world one more time, what does family mean in Hawaii? So, Family in Hawaii, the word is ohana. And you probably heard that term in a lot of Disney films, right? Of course. course. (laughs) Nice. And that ohana is not just a uh, people collectively brought together as a family. It is a deep spiritual connection that cannot be severed. And it is an authentic self Mm -hmm. respecting another authentic self. So it's not me looking at you, Coop, and saying, this is who I think you are. Uh-uh. It's me with all of my faults, mm-hmm. all of my mistakes, respecting you enough and respecting you, knowing that you will make mistakes, knowing that maybe you'll do something that, you know, I'm not really happy with, or maybe you having a, di- a different belief than what I have, mm-hmm. but it is respecting that core person. And in Hawaii, the ohana is not just for immediate family. It is for people who kind of share in that collective community. Wow. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's awesome. This is why I came here to do a temp job and I, I just stuck around. I see. I definitely yeah, see. I see this at work. Mm-hmm. I see the local people, you know, when they come and see me, um, I used to have this joke that medical oncologists, the cancer doctor, we never get flowers and we don't never get treats because all of our patients, I'm giving them chemotherapy and you know stuff like that. But here in Ohana, you know, I have patients that bring in like, hey, these are like avocados from my backyard. These are you know um, guava from my backyard. And I mean, before you know it, I don't even have to go to grocery stores because they bring all this stuff you know, really high nutritious fruits and vegetables and things that they have made, you know, 
I had a, a patient of mine who, um, and I was giving her chemotherapy and I said, you know what? What we need here in Maui is some good Korean cooking. And I love this like ribs that is so delicious. Mm-hmm. And she made it for me and she brought it. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't do this because <laughs> you are you know, sick. And she's like, no, it is. It's something that I want to give to you because this is how, how we are here. And so family doesn't stop in your front door. Family is like everybody who's in your community. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Now, Cecilia, I like that. I definitely like that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's watching worldwide right now. I hope you're learning something because I'm learning myself. The Hawaiian tradition. If you get a chance, make sure you go visit Hawaii. You want to experience this because I'm going soon. Make sure you go too. Now, Cecilia, let's talk about this show that you have. You've been talking about it off and on, and this thing is big. Kombucha Cure. Why can't I talk today? Let's do this again. Kombucha Cure. I'm getting this out right way. There we go. Now, where can they actually watch this again? You told them the television channel. Where can they watch it again? Yeah, so right now it's on Popstar TV. So um, you only get one episode um, per week for six weeks. And then before that, it's going to go into the other streaming uh, format. Mm -hmm. But this is just for us to kind of get it out there, kind of sort of like what the appetite of people who are interested in this. And then it will be available at more um, streaming services. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what happened with uh, COVID is a lot of people are seeing um, movies and TVs and films and stuff on their personal devices. So whether it is their phones, their laptops, or their television at home. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we decided this was probably the best way to sort of disseminate um, kombucha cure Mm -hmm. to as many people as we can. So they could go, I think you could download the the app popstartv.com, or you could go to their website and you should be able to see it. And I'm really embarrassed to say, this week it's at certain times, and after that it's you know kind of it's like you it's like video on demand, um, mm-hmm. but I don't have that information. I'll make sure that your uh, viewers get that information after our our discussion no talk. Not a problem, not a problem. Make sure everyone you do stay tuned because it's a series you do not want to miss. You want to have a good time. You want a good laugh. You want a good show. Make sure you watch Kombucha Cure. You do not want to miss this now. With this hit series, you do have a lot of actors and actresses that's been seen in other places on this yep. show. Can you yep. name just a few of the actors and actresses actually on the show? So um, first of all, we have Tamara Braun, who is an amazing, amazing um, actor. In fact, um, a lot of people say, did you write this just for her? <laughs> and I wish I could say um, yes, but um it kind of looks that way because she is so good in this. She's Emmy uh, winning nominated. She was on, uh, you know, various uh, uh, soaps that um, that's anybody can see. Uh, I think she was on Days at General Hospital. She's been in this field for a long time. Um, she's also a beautiful human being, beautiful soul. Um, she has, uh, like, if you follow her on social media, she does a lot of work with, uh, you know, uh, protecting the animals and a lot of the social justice issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the beautiful and talented Denise Boutte. And oh my gosh, what an amazing uh, actor. And you will see her in a role you've never seen her before. <laughs> because she's all, she kind of plays um, 
you know, someone who's beautiful, well put together, or very sensitive. Here she plays the um, your typical insurance uh, person. You know, she is the she's one of the bad guys. <laughs> All right. And so you'll see her just really uh, stretch her acting chops. Um, but we had so much fun doing this. Uh, you have oh gosh, you know what? I just have so many like great actors that were part of this. Um, you have uh, Jasper, Jasper Cole. Cole. Yep. Right. He's Hollywood's bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in here, he plays somebody completely opposite. He plays a uh, person who was in the military, comes and live in this small town. And, you know, he is, you know, American loving, gun toting kind of cowboy kind of guy. But he also drinks kombucha and he also does yoga. Mm. And so it's a lot of the characters um, you see um, are not your typical what you think their trope is. And I wanted to avoid that. Right. And if I think you have you had Jasper on your I show have, before? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think you look at him and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hold on to my wall, <laughs> right? Or my purse. But you talk to him, he's eloquent, he's kind. He's, um, as a human being, he is so uh, just an amazing, like, he has a heart of gold. Yeah, and he, he will literally give the shirt off his back if he could. I mean, he is an amazing human. And I wanted to kind of showcase that in Kombucha Care. And you see that. Um, I think every one of the actors real, really believed in the project is sometimes when you have things as confusing as American healthcare. And so um, I could sit here and, and talk about how American healthcare is broken. Um, but I thought, you know what? We're all creative beings. Let's use creative people to tell the story in a way that it is a story. And, oh, yeah. and it's up to you to question, hey, does this really happen? Is this what's going on? So then that makes you an active thinker. Mm-hmm. And after you see it, you're like, oh, if this is really happening, is this something that I could do in my community? Can I you know, call up my representative? Could I call up my um, you know, local community hospital and say, is this happening? Could we do something to help some of these patients or some of these families that don't have enough money or they belong to some uh, group that uh, are sort of uh, disenfranchised? Maybe they are incarcerated. Maybe they are unhoused. Maybe they have been abused. Maybe they have mental health, right? Right, Right. you're touching reality on this. Exactly, exactly. That's what you're doing. And so because they believed in it, you could see that um, when they put the effort into the acting, Mm -hmm. it was so real. It was, I mean, it made my job as a director so easy (laughs) because we would not take it. I'd be like, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Because they really believed in it. I believe it. Now, Cecilia, I want to know, and I I know it's going to be kind of a spoiler, but I want to know, is there going to be more than one season of this show? Are you planning for more? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Because you know why? Because there's so many places that, so it, ooh, I, I almost did it. I almost gave out a <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Uh, so th- there's so many ways that we could tackle health healthcare within a dark comedy way. Right. Because what is really fun about dark comedy is you could really push the button. 
Yep. And people can't say, oh, that's kind of crossing the line there. It's like, eh, so what? Exactly. Comedy, exactly. right? Yes. And so um, it gives us the license to push the button and say, um, you know what? This is broken and is broken really, really badly. And this is how broken it is. And yep. because it's comedy, um, it, it's, it doesn't even have to be realistic. But if you look at the core message and some of the vignettes you see, Mm-hmm. Is something that I personally witnessed or is something that some of my colleagues told me about? You know how they always say, oh, you know what? This is like, there's no way that we could even, I mean, it, it's, it's a real event that you can't make this up because mm-hmm. there's no way it would have happened. It's like, yes, it did happen. Um, I was, a, I was, you know, I was there when it happened. And so um, I could write about it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I really feel like, um, you know, when you're, viewers see it you could you could see the authenticity of course I mean it still has to be fun and so you have some elements that's kind of like just for entertainment only right but the story in itself it was uh beautifully acted by the um actors and even behind the camera when we were doing when we were having our writing session mm-hmm. because we had people from so many different cultures background ethnicity belief system that it kind of all kind of went in there. Wow. I yeah. Like I oh, like it was that. so fun. It was so fun. I believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, watch Worldwide right now. Make sure you check out this season of Kabucha Cure. You want to make sure you don't miss not one episode that actually comes out. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your relatives, tell your haters, tell everybody yeah. to tune into this. This is something you do not want to miss. Now, also, now, Cecilia, like I said, I do believe that this show is going to be a major success because you mix in comedy with reality of what's going on in today's world. So thank you for that. Now, also, Cecilia, are there any other projects that you're working on that you want the world to know about right now? Or are you right now- At this time, I can't say it. But um, there's definitely other projects that we are working with our producers. um, But uh, I have sworn to secrecy. Maybe next time when you have uh, me on, I'll be happy to share them with you. Most definitely, most definitely. Now, um, also, what is the best way um, for everyone to follow you on social media so they can keep up with everything that you're doing? Um, So I do have a personal Facebook account and personal Instagram account. Um, I, you know, I think the best way to do is if you go to my IMDb page, I have my publicist there. Um, You could follow us at kombuchacure.com. And Kombucha Cure also has Instagram and Facebook page, you know, just your typical social media. And I do look at it. And if you have any questions, or if you want to share something with me, um, I will respond. And so, um, because to me, it is about connecting with people mm-hmm. using the technology we have, right? That's right. So that if you are somebody who's watching your show mm-hmm. and you're in Georgia, Minnesota, you know, South Africa, I don't know, Belgium, <laughs> um, yeah, ask me a question. I'll be happy to, I'll take you seriously, man. Even you trolls. Um, <laughs> If you are a troll, uh, I'll, I'll still like engage with you. If you want to be honest and open and want to talk with me, I'll be there for you. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody, make sure you go to the website, kombuchacure.com. Don't go right now because you're watching this interview. After the That's interview, right. go Watch to this. the website. That's right. And you have a question for Cecilia that I didn't ask already. Make sure you reach out to her. She can answer any questions. And also anybody that's looking for oncologists is in the Hawaii area. 
area, make sure you go check her out. Because if I'm not mistaken, aren't you at the Maui uh, Memorial Medical Center? Yeah, I'm at Maui mm -hmm. Memorial Medical Center. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go check her out also there if you need her. So make sure you do that. Now, also, here's one more question I have for you, uh, Cecilia. What advice would you give any male or female that wants to become a movie director or a writer or wants to go into the medical field? What um, advice would you give them? Um, boy, so it's two different things, but the yeah. answer is exactly the same. And it is sort of cliche, mm -hmm. uh, but I would say, don't give up. And, you know, instead of looking at the big people like don't look at Jeff Bezos if you want to be in a you know and going to business because he's not going to teach you anything because he didn't live the life that you live you know where you go you go to your local church mm -hmm. if you want to be an actor go find coop go find people in your community in your circle of space and say this is something that I have passion about because you the mentor you seek should not be some stranger in social media or you know 10 step ahead of you you have to find someone who is one or two step ahead of you, right? Mm -hmm. Who have done what you want to do mm -hmm. and they will get a mentor. And so you have to, it's like one step at a time. Like you would not want me to do brain surgery because I wasn't trained in brain surgery, right? And I would never do brain surgery because I don't have experience except for that one time, you know, back in medical school where I opened up the brain and I did surgery, right? But I never did it on, 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 on a real person. And that's the thing is don't go for the people that you are finding as, as like, oh my gosh, you know, they have, they've made it, right? Mm -hmm. You go for people around you who could be your mentor and what, whatever recommendation that they give you, mm -hmm. just take it with an open you know, mind and see if that's where you need to go. And after you reach their level, you find someone else. So you take one step at a time. There's no shortcut to going into medicine. There's no shortcut being a director or an actor. You have to be strategic about where you want to be. It's, you know, it's, everybody says, oh, well, follow your dreams. How do you follow your dreams? I mean, that is so like nebulous, right? <laughs> you can't, you have to be, you have to be strategic. If I do A, that's will get me to B, that will get me to C. Mm -hmm. And then you have to kind of adjust your strategy as things happen to you. And so then you have a good idea of where you're going. Um, and to me, for me, that worked for me. Nice. And that worked for you, but that's my two cents. Nice. Now it's time for the last segment of the um, show, Cecilia. It's called Take the Floor. Now you have okay. up two minutes to say whatever you want. No questions asked. Cecilia Troy. Take the floor. Okay, everyone listen to this. You may think you're the only person in the world. And when you close your eyes, you're just an atom floating around in the black universe. And, but you're not. For some reason, we're all connect, connected. We're all attached to one another. And it's really important that you don't judge people based on what they look like, what they sound like, what their political views are, or where they are in the social economic center. You have to be able to be kind and gentle. And you know what? Every person you encounter, they are a phenomenal, amazing miracle. And so please be gentle with people that are in front of you. You are not the center of the universe. Earth is not center of the universe. Even our solar system is the center of the universe. 
Um, you know, what is the center of the universe is love. And so love is something that I think we're still trying to figure out what it is, but that is what drives all of us. And so because of that need for attachment, don't ignore it when people, they knock on your door and say, I need help. Or, or people come up to you and say, hey, will you be my friend? Because that is an honor and a privilege for you to able to connect. Because I know this sounds morbid, I'm a cancer doctor. I have people who are marathon runners who are in their thirties. They come in with cancer spread everywhere and they're angry as heck. And they want to say, how did this happen to me? It does, you know, illness can happen to any of us. And so while you're here, please be gentle to yourself. Um, be good to yourself and be good to one another. Is that two minutes? I love it. I love it. That'll work. Yeah. All right, ladies okay. and gentlemen, once again, um, I want you to make sure you go to kombuchacure.com so you can make sure you keep up with everything that's going on with the series. Make sure you check the first episode out that's out already. You don't mm -hmm. want to miss the first episode and make sure next week and a week after that and 20 million weeks from here because I don't believe the season's going to ever end. So make sure you check out every episode that's going to come out. Now, Cecilia, I would love to have you as a guest back up here on the future. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. I would love to come back. Not a problem. Not a problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you catch the next episode of the Bit Scoop with Coop. My next guest on the Bit Scoop with Coop is, you know, I don't never announce my next guest. You make sure you <laughs> tune in. What, follow me on social media at Bit Scoop with Coop on Instagram. All right, people, until the next time on the Bit Scoop with Coop. Peace. Aloha. Aloha.